This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Men on Twitter for the first time in years. Chuck Ronsville, my co-worker, publisher at the Old Miss Spirit on 3. He's back with me. Where the hell have you been? Don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know you know me. I, I tried to semi-retire a couple years ago, and it didn't work. Crappie Time fishing. to go back to work. Yeah, golfing, all that good stuff. Hey, Chuck, you want to do a podcast? I'm sorry, Ben. I'm in Arizona on one of the most pristine, in Arizona, on one of the most pristine golf courses in the country every single time. <laughs> but hey, you're back yeah, now. Been, yeah. 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 I'm back in the grind now a little bit. You know, I, I'm not killing myself, but uh, I'm helping you out a little bit. Oh, stop it. You're the godfather of Ole Miss NIL stuff, right? Well, <laughs> between between me and William Liston down in Jackson, uh, we kind of started the whole thing, and uh, I'm proud of what I did as, as just an individual. Um we're sponsoring 17 football players right now and thankful to all the spirit subscribers and who donated to the fund and, and then certain people that ramrodded the, this fund, the spirit NIL in different areas of the state, uh, guys like Pat Palmer over in Corinth and Sam Millette down in Florida. I mean, it, it's, it really worked out better than I anticipated, but it's time for a, something new. I'm just glad that you or William Liston, whoever it might've been, didn't do a rock concert like Steve Robertson. I'm just proud of you for resisting the urge to do a rock concert rather than, you know, just actually do some crushing NIL stuff. So good job. Cause I don't know what yeah. you would do, Chuck. I think you might actually go up there and like do maybe a, I don't even know what you, Led Zeppelin's not, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're doing in Starkville, but it's not what y'all are doing. So, Hey, congratulations, man. Good job. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, whether you believe in NIL or not, uh, name, image, and likeness, whether you like it, the direction where college football is going or not, it's a locomotive now and it's not going to stop. I mean, the toothpaste is out of the tube. Uh, it's not going to be put back in. I, I can tell you that. Now, there may be some regulations down the road, but uh, NIL is here to stay. 
And so we might as well get used to it and uh, grit our teeth and, and jump in and get involved. Well, this sounds like a perfect opportunity to do an NIL explainer for Ole Miss fans that listen to this that have heard it over and over and over on the podcast but don't really know how to contribute or what it means and all that kind of stuff. So for for just because you've been in it, you know, for two years, three years, whatever it's been, really focusing on it and building it up, where is Ole Miss? Because, like, for a while there, there was concern about, well, Ole Miss is behind in NIL. they got to do some stuff to catch up, this, that, and the other. But now it seems like Ole Miss is on pretty good footing. Well, it will be starting Friday. Uh, there's going to be a big announcement at the end at Ole Miss, Ballroom D. Um, at one thirty, the public's invited. Uh, there's a new organization. We're going to consolidate the Grove Collective and the Spirit NIL and other NIL uh, programs that are currently going on and start a, a, a reboot of the Grove. It's still going to be called the Grove Collective. Uh, it's going to be led by former football player Walker Jones, executive director, Grove Collective, LLC. He's going to make it more professional, bring it into a, a bigger arena, so to speak, with fundraisers and marketing people and things that I couldn't do and things that William Liston and Jackson as good a job as he did with the Grove Collective down there. Uh, and, I'd, and I'd like to pat myself on the back with what I did with the Spirit NIL. It, it was mom and pop. And we got to get away from the mom and pop attitude with our NIL and get more organized. And basically, what's happened is uh, Keith Carter and Ole Miss Athletics and the Chancellor have loosened up on the rules of NIL now, uh, allow more participation from the universities than they did when William and I first started our funds. And they've gotten behind this new fund. And uh, I'm just as excited as I can be about it because I think it's going to put us right up there with, with the big boys. So it sounds like it wasn't about willingness for people to give so much as just getting organized. Exactly. Oh, exactly. It's, it's you know, and the, I just didn't have – I was a one-man show, and William was kind of a one-man show down in Jackson, and um, it's just it just requires more than that. It requires professional fundraisers and – um, a lot more involvement from the university where they can kind of publicize it a little bit. You know, we, we try to identify who needs some, some financial help once they get on campus. Um, and, and then we go see if we can get sponsors for the, those players or if it's in the collective, uh, you know, individuals can give to the collective and you can still sponsor them through the collective and, uh, you know, but the players have to, quote, pay back the money somehow. And, and the way the Spirit LLC was doing it, as you well know, we were doing podcasts and interviews and um, endorsements and whatever with the players to, to kind of earn their money back. And then we'd put in our stories, uh, who they were sponsored by and et cetera, et cetera. How does a Jim Bob from Amory or a Ben Garrett from New Albany – if they're interested in giving to the Grove Collective or just giving to Ole Miss and its NIL efforts, like how did they do that? Well, I'm not sure what what the uh, mechanics of the giving is going to be with this new with this new organization yet. But I had a PayPal 
accounts set up where you could give recurring payments or give one-time payments, but I'm sure they're going to be way more professional than that in, in their giving mechanism. Um, but, you know, for more information, people can go to www.thegrovecollective.com, and uh, I'm sure they're going to have payment uh, options set up there. For the people out there that there's some apprehension, I'm sure you've run into it. What do you say to them? Well, exactly what I said earlier, Ben. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I'm a fan of NIL. I do think the players deserve something out of this big billion, billion, billion dollar pie. But, um, you know, I understand the apprehension as far as, you know, the star players getting some of the astronomical amounts of money that we've been reading about, whether they're fictitious or real. I think those, that's a little ridiculous, but um, I don't know. I mean, if you're apprehensive about it, then just think about going four and, four and eight because without NIL money, uh, Ole Miss is not going to be able to procure the talent necessary to compete in the SEC because every school in the SEC is doing NIL. Yeah, you can be apprehensive. You can not like it, but it's still going to happen regardless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's it's, but it's pers- it's people's choices. If they don't want to do it, they don't do it. I mean, but uh, just just uh, understand the consequences. <laughs> you know? Well, what's interesting uh, to me is that you've seen um, programs, surprising programs, like you expect Alabama and Georgia to be able to raise money, but Kentucky got organized really early. It it paid dividends for them in recruiting. There's Braylon Brown, who's already balling out at Kentucky at wide receiver that Ole Miss was in on. And it's not that Ole Miss lost because of NIL money, but um, they, they they got organized really quickly. And it felt like Ole Miss, it took them more gradually to get organized. But now, as you're seeing on, on Friday with the Grove Collective in this announcement, like they, they're there now. I'm not saying that they're, you know, among the top in the country, that we're among the top in the country, but it just feels like Ole Miss is in a much better place. And that's encouraging. No, absolutely. I, listen, I'm as excited as I can be about this announcement and about this consolidation of the existing funds and the more professional approach with more hands-on uh, people going out there raising money and better marketing and better participation by the university within the rules, that whatever the university can do. I, I mean, I've been told that the university may be able to even put on their season ticket packages. If you want to give to the Grove Collective, you know, here's a box, check this, check this box and tell us how much. And, you know, those are things that William Liston and I didn't have. I mean, we didn't, we just had to go door to door, so to speak, and uh, go to a different area and get somebody and say, hey, can you help us in this area? And just like I said earlier, mom and pop it. And, and we got to get out of the mom and pop and, SEC is not a mom and pop conference, you know. It's yeah. uh, you know, if we were raising NIL money, no offense to Delta State, but for Delta State, that that method may work, but it's not going to work at Ole Miss. You know, you can't say no offense to Delta State and then make fun of them. I was going to make fun of them for you if you didn't do it, but it's just no offense to Delta State, but Delta State sucks. I mean, it's, it's to be honest, in NIL space, there's no way they can compete, and that's kind of like the knock against it, right? Is that Smaller schools, you're going to kind of get washed or caught in the wash, but Ole Miss has actually stepped to the plate with it and all that kind of stuff, and that's 
That's just an encouraging thing. Because I'll be honest with you, even I, working with you for two years with it, didn't quite understand the process of NIL. And it is something to where it's more effort-based than anything because um, you either adapt or you die, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and and participation-based. I mean, mm-hmm. it's got to be group sourcing. There's only so many companies that are going to give you – I found this out with our with our Spirit in LLC fund. Uh, there, there are several companies out there that will give you $10,000, $12,000, but when it comes down to it, the average fan has got to get involved and, and give, you know, whatever they can. And, and there's no amount too small, you know, $10 a month is important. If you get 30,000 people doing it, you know, Jeez. um, it's, and, and it's, you know, and here's, here's my pitch to the average old Miss fan. If you can't afford $10 a month, please don't tell anybody you graduated from old Miss. Tell them you graduated from Southern Miss or something. You and your words, man. You're the same guy that we would go up there back in the old days of recruiting when uh, all, we'd be waiting for all the visitors to come in. And me, and it would be Yancey or whoever it might be, we would get the interviews with the players, and then Chuck would entertain the parents, including telling the moms at the cheerleader clinics over there. So look at you and your words. <laughs> it's Chuck being Chuck. I do like that um, the university is really leaning to it more because I, I did hear that there had been some pushback as far as how far the university could go. And now on Saturday, they're playing a real tree helmet. So it's here. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, I, I don't blame um, Chancellor and, and Keith Carter for being cautious with proceeding in this NIL because the last thing we want to do is get in trouble with something that's brand new. But they've gotten some legal interpretations. I understand that um, now they're they're more willing and less reluctant to uh, do whatever they can to be involved. They un- and they understand the importance of it more now. With the because uh, Lane Kiffin kind of I think went to Keith and said, "Look, uh, stadium expansion is great and all that good stuff, but if we don't get the talent in here." Uh, we, you know, we're going to have a hard time winning and, and the way to get to talent is NIL. That's just bottom line. Do you like the real tree helmets? Um, you know, I'm an old school guy, Ben, but I, but I don't mind any of the uniforms. I, I don't, if that's what they want to wear, that's fine. My personal preference is just gray pants, red Jersey, Navy blue helmet. Oh, but God. I'm an old, I'm an old man. So, <sighs> But the kids love it. And I think that plays into NIL too. It's like there's a reason why Ole Miss is rotating in or or coming up with as many options as possible as far as alternate uniforms and helmets because that stuff sells. And it's all about selling your program now and everything you do. Like there, Everything has sure. intention now, which is – it's not like it wasn't like that, but it's just different now as far as what they're targeting, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, it's, it's all about branding, and that's uh, that's fine. If that's, if that's what it takes to – you know, get the get the word out there for Ole Miss nationwide, and uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not a marketing guy, so I don't know. I don't know what's good and what's bad. I know what I like and what I don't like, and uh, there's none of the uniforms I dislike. Okay, I just have a preference of the one I do like. Oh, well, there's one I don't like. Those gray jerseys suck. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the whole the the completely gray. Ugh. Yeah, that was bad. 
Oh. And I and I didn't like the blue pants either. <laughs> oh God, the red jersey with the blue pants with the white rebels down the side. Look, I appreciate the attempt. The attempt is not what I'm criticizing. It's the execution. <laughs> Holy God, man. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, they're 4-0 no matter what they're wearing, and now they got Kentucky coming this weekend. Tell me, Godfather, because here's what Chuck is to me, all right? I am a hothead. I am overly dramatic and emotional. So I can change my opinion on things uh, on, on a snap-to-snap basis, quite frankly. And sometimes I need Chuck. I'll call him, and he can just talk me down and explain to me, Ben. It's like back, and I tell the story all the time to Chuck. I've never said it on the air. In 2016, 15, I can't remember. We were on a plane, and this was right when the NCAA stuff was at its peak, right? And there's all these rumors about DK and Shay and AJ, and I'm like, Chuck, oh, my God. What are we going to do here? If they lose so-and-so and so-and-so, and then the program's going And Chuck looks at me and just calmly says, Ben, there's Ole Miss tomorrow, the Ole Miss the next day. They'll keep playing games. It'll keep going on. You're fine. And uh, it was good. So give me that for Ole Miss Kentucky because after Tulsa, some people could be like me in the NCAA stuff and kind of freaking out. So wh- where are you right now with Ole Miss football? Oh, I, I, think, I think the guys will get refocused and play hard and the coaches will get uh, more intent on a better game plan. I, I wasn't particularly impressed with the game plan against Tulsa. Um, and, and I wasn't particularly impressed with the effort by the kids. I mean, it was a trap game, um, as, as Kiffin likes to call it, rat poison. Um, you know, and, and I don't think anybody gave Tulsa enough credit either. So I think the Rebels will gear back up. I think the coaches will gear back up, and uh, it's, it's going to be a great game. Kentucky's a formidable opponent. I mean, they're physical, um, which is a Mark Stoops trademark that you know you didn't used to think of Kentucky football being physical but this this program under Stoops is it hangs his hat on being physical and and they've become more physical because of him um and it'll be it'll be a tough outing I mean there's no question about it but I think Ole Miss is up to the challenge when's the last time you thought about retirement what about saving for your kids college in these crazy economic times Working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. Your Ole Miss baseball rebels are national champions. Yes, that really happened. Your eyes did not deceive you. And what better way to celebrate since we all spent way too much money getting to and back home from Omaha than with a new car. Well, the only place to buy a car in Oxford, Mississippi is Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Allen Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They'll get you in the car you want at a price point that you can afford. Give them a call today, 662-234-8000. Ask Brian or Mason to tell them to Talk of Champions sent you because now Talk of Champions actually makes sense. Ole Miss Baseball won a national championship and they'll get you in your dream car with your Ole Miss Omaha magnet planted right there on the driver's side door. 
They're located at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Contact them today, 662-234-8000. That's Alan Samuels, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Oxford, a proud sponsor of the national champion, Talk of Champions podcast. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove. Beer showers. It's just the very best time for an old Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit ufeofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Ufe Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan, and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Talk of Champions is also brought to you in part by my bookie. You know football and you pick winners all the time, so why not get paid for them? At my bookie. Bet single game spreads, money lines, or parlay multiple together to increase your payouts. Low contest entry fees and over half a million to be won. Make it so you don't have to be a pro gambler to have fun. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag, and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That's promo code TOC for Talk of Champions. TOC to get your first deposit matched dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. My bookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. So make this your winning season exclusively at my bookie. You always pick Ole Miss to win. I'm asking you to not just pick Ole Miss to win and tell me Ole Miss is going to win. 
Oh, Ole Miss is going to win. <laughs> we're we're seven-point favorite. Vegas is hardly ever wrong. I mean, you know. So, I, I just think the home field advantage is going to be enough to get them over the hump. I think Jackson Dart's getting better and better each week. I think the coaches are going to come up with a lot better plan than they did against Tulsa. Uh, I just think there's a lot of things working in our favor. A few players are going to get back that were injured. J.J. Pegues is going to come back. Uh, I've been hearing Jalen Robinson, the uh, slot receiver, is going to be full speed for the first time all year. Um, I feel like we should, know, like, Zach pop Evans. champagne for that with Jalen Robinson. Like, we're, he's just been absent, you know? We should just yeah. celebrate that. That's a bigger deal than we're making it out to be. I mean, it needs to be said that Jalen Robinson coming back, that's a long time coming because, my gosh, I feel like I haven't seen that kid since he got here. Yeah, if, if it happens. I mean, I've been told that before, and it didn't happen. Uh, I mean, this, this hamstring issue of his has been recurring and uh, uh, has never really totally healed. And that's that's been the issue with, you know, hamstrings, Throughout the history of football, hamstrings are some of the most peculiar injuries you can get. Some of them are torn. Some of them are just stretched. Some of them are uh, quick healing. Some of them take forever, it seems like. And uh, So I've been told that Jalen Robinson was going to play earlier in the year, and he didn't, so we'll see. Well, Chuck has no idea I'm going to do this to him, but he started in the spring giving out post-spring or maybe it's pre-spring then post-spring and then fall camp awards and I called him the Chuckies. I don't know how he if he liked it or not how he responded to it don't even care I think the Chuckies is hilarious so we're going to do real quick after four games with Kentucky coming up an eight game SEC sprint to the finish the not mid-season let's say end of preseason Chuckies are you good with that sure all right here we go first Chucky for MVP through four weeks is who MVP? Yes. Of the whole team or whole team. offense or defense? Whole team. We'll get to the offense and defense. Uh, gosh, right now. It's hard. Right now it's the, huh? No, it's right hard. now it's the freshman. Oh, shoot. It's the freshman running back. Judkins, to me, I mean, that may be a stretch, but I really like what he's done and what in the direction he's going. And to me, he's, uh, he's special. Who does he remind you of? Because I said Cadillac Williams. Is that uh, he reminds me of a young Duke, Deuce McAllister because people don't understand this, but when Deuce got to Ole Miss, he wasn't born with a great deal of speed. He he worked so hard on his speed training while he was at Ole Miss that he became a very fast player. When he was first, when he was a freshman, uh, John Avery was a senior, and Avery had all the speed, and and McAllister was more of a uh, make one guy miss, have a nice little burst, run over a couple of people, and then go down. Um, and and Quinchon reminds me of a young Deuce McAllister. Offensively, the player that has surprised you with how strong he's played is who? Offensively, the player that has surprised me. A little verbose this well morning, they, Chuck. I'm sorry. I should just say, hey, uh, rising star? I don't know. Um. Gosh, that's a good one. Because you want to say you want to say Judkins uh, again. It's okay. He can win multiple awards. <laughs> you know, well, it, Judkins certainly a rising star. But I think I think it's going to be Jackson Dart. I think it's going to be Jackson Dart. I think he's going to get better every week. I think now that he's not looking over his shoulder uh, in the competition, 
he can settle in and concentrate more about learning. He can play freely now. Um, he doesn't have to worry about making a mistake and getting jerked. Uh, he's the guy now, and I think that's going to turn him loose to play a, a lot better, and I think he's going to be a, a rising star. I've kind of explained what I think the plan that Lane Kiffin referenced in regard to Luke Altmire, what it is, but I want to hear what you think the plan is. What is the plan, according to you, with Luke Altmire now? Oh, I think it's a red shirt. Yeah. And beyond that, I don't know. You know, but I I don't think that they have any intention of playing him beyond the four games unless Dart is hurt. Yeah. Uh, the four games allowed. What's he? Has he already played in two? Is that right? Yes. Well, uh, yes. Yeah. So he I played in the opener and then he started Central Arkansas. Yeah. I don't think you'll see him again unless Jackson Dart gets hurt or maybe play him two, you know, second half of a couple of games to, you know, because it's, it's, it's allowed that he's still red shirt, but I, th- I think the red shirt is, is pretty much decided to be my, my opinion. Yeah. The only thing that would make it an interesting decision is say he's played his four, he, he came in and maybe got some time to keep him fresh or whatever, but it's November against Alabama. Ole Miss is nine and oh, Ole Miss is down seven to nothing late in the second half. And Jackson Dart goes into concussion protocol. Who comes in now? Um, well, I don't think they're. I think they're going to save up those extra two games of Luke as long as they can. I don't think they're going to like throw him in there. I'd be surprised if they throw him in there if they don't have to. Okay, but entertain me for a minute. Say it just happens, and he accident or not accidentally, but he exhausts his um, eligibility for a red shirt. And now Kentucky or Alabama is happening. I got Kentucky in my brain. Alabama is happening. Ole Miss is trailing in the second half, but they still got a shot to win. And Jackson Dart is in concussion protocol. Who's the quarterback? Is it Luke? Because now he's burning a year. Man, I don't know. I guess exactly. Luke. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what kind of deal the Kiffin's cut with the Alt Myers. I, you know, specifically, I can guess, but. Uh, uh, you know, for the sake of the team, I, I would I would think it'd be Luke, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Defensively, the player that has surprised you with how well he's played so far, rising star, uh, Kari Coleman. I, I uh, I'm I'm a Kari Coleman fan. I'm, I'm sad that his ankle's injured right now, and he may not play against Kentucky. He may or may not play. We don't know yet. Um, but I I love somebody that's disruptive. Tack makes tackles behind the line. He's explosive when they tell him to go get the quarterback or go make a play. He he makes it. Uh, very very excited about him. I know what the answer is going to be, but if you said someone else, it wouldn't be that far fetched. But freshman through the first four games, not of the year through the first four games is who it's it's Judkins. But hey, hey, there's another one. Yeah, I mean it's Judkins on offense, but uh, you know I uh, Davis and Igbenosin. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, I mean I, we started I'm every a game as a true freshman. And we're not. It's like no one's talking about it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm a I'm a Davis and Igbenosin fan uh, for sure. Uh, he's going to make mistakes, just like Dart's going to make mistakes, and Judkins going to make mistakes, but. Uh, if you look out there and don't recognize he's got SEC talent, then I don't think you know much about football. Chuck's kicking the pants award, a guy you need to see come on more 
as now Ole Miss enters its eight-game SEC sprint to the finishes. Who? I want to see better pass protection uh, out of out of everybody, not just the offensive line. I think the tight ends, I think the running backs need to do a better job of picking up blisters. Uh, so pass protection to me is the, is the key kicking the pants right now. See, he's the best politician I know. I ask for a player and he gives me a position group because you just don't want to name somebody. I love that about you, dude. <laughs> well, okay, you want me to name one person? Yes, on uh, offense and defense because I've got one in particular in mind. I think, I think Michael Trigg needs a little kick in the pass, pants when it comes to blocking. Um, think he's going to be a tremendous pass catcher, receiver, but um, he, he's not much of a blocker, and he needs to he needs to fix that. That's a, going to be a vital part moving forward because there's going to be times when he's got to pick up an edge rusher or a, a blitzer, outside blitzer, and he's got to do it. I mean, and he hadn't so far. Um, defensively. I'd like to see more out of Cedric Johnson. And it's not as much as a kick in the pants is that I don't think he's hit his stride yet. Uh, I just think that he's more dynamic than what he's shown us. Uh, and, and I don't think it's from a lack of effort or, like you say, needing a kick in the pants. But, but he's got to produce more. My kick in the pants was Miles Battle. Miles Battle, okay. Yeah, I just haven't seen I- – I felt like he'd be popping off more, you know? He'd be flashing more than he has. I think he's been a little banged up, but still. I felt like this was a big year for him. He, I mean, he's a 6'4 corner. He's got NFL written all over him, and yet he's just been really quiet. Well, that's one of the problems, though, is that he's a 6'4 corner. You don't see many of those, even in the pros. Um, I, I don't, I'm not sure that's an attribute. <laughs> I, don't, I think he has a hard time flipping his hips and, and close quarter coverage. Um, he's good against great big receivers that can't run, but uh, I say can't run, but aren't, aren't speed demons. But he, he's, he's, uh, he's not as good against some of these faster receivers. Do you think it's more Davis and Igbenosin's been that much, just been that good, or that Miles Battle has struggled in areas like that, like flipping his hips? Because it, it sounds more like Davison's just been – Really, really good. You can't keep them off. You can't like not put them on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I think I think I think Davison and DeAndre Prince are pretty much the standard of what you want at cornerback. They're they're over six feet tall. They're long. They're fast. They can flip their hips. They can, you know, they're good in short coverage. They're good in man coverage. They're good in zone coverage. Uh, to me, they're the ideals. And certainly, Davison needs more uh, seasoning more maturing, but he's got the physical tools, there's no doubt about it. All right, well, put on your prognosticator hat before we get out of here. And at the end of the year, who will win the Chucky for offensive MVP? Um, well, it better be Jackson Dart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's what <laughs> if, I was thinking. <laughs> if this team's going to do what everything is. I mean, you know, it's, this is a quarterback league. I mean, I – it's it's if you don't have a good quarterback, you're not you're just not going to win. I mean that's bottom line, and uh, so it, it's got to be him. At the end of the year, the Chucky for defensive MVP will go to who? Um, I'm hoping it goes to JJ Pegues because that's going to mean that we've stopped the run and he's become a a sack guy. 
Um, but I'm not so sure it's not going to be one of those safeties like A.J. Finley or Otis Reese. I, I, I wasn't a huge Otis Reese fan last year, but I've become a bigger fan this year. I think he's become more physical, and I think playing closer to the line of scrimmage has helped him versus being way back at the free safety slot. Uh, I didn't think he was uh, suited for that as much as he is for this walk-up safety position. And can we just acknowledge that that targeting was bullshit? Well, it was to me. Thank you. Listen, here's the thing. Otis Reese and Troy Brown, to me, did exactly what their coach to do Mm -hmm. to avoid targeting. Mm -hmm. They led with their shoulders. And it's, I just don't see how you can blame a defender for for an offensive guy ducking down and taking contact to the helmet. I mean, it, it just it, it defies logic to me. There should be some intent involved, like the the point of the helmet. I mean, the top of the helmet to helmet. You know, intentionally, this should be the. But I don't know if it's if it's fair. It may they may make it too subjective. I don't know. But uh, I, I just I didn't like the the call on Brown or Reese. I I just thought there was no intent there, and that they were doing what they were coached to do. Even worse, I don't know if there's a fix for that at this point. I don't know how you fix. I don't t- targeting. I don't either. And I look, and I understand them trying to protect players. I know, of course, uh, yeah. but but at the same time, this is football. You know, it's, it's not it's not flag football. It's football. Yeah, it's just you got to. It's always been tailored the rules toward the offense. Been skewed so far in the direction of the offense. Defenders are getting hung out to dry, like Otis Reese and Troy Brown. They're coached to do it a certain way, and they're still getting calls. So I, I don't know how you fix it. All right, the Chucky for yeah. freshman of the year will be who? <laughs> Quinshawn Judkins. I knew it. Oh, <laughs> All right. Instead of doing a prediction for a win total, then just what bowl are they going to go to? Oh, they'll go to a good bowl, I think. If you know this this Saturday is going to tell a big tale about this team to me. I mean, are, are they contenders or pretenders? I mean, Tulsa exposed a few things. Um, I was shocked that we didn't stop the run, but at the same time, I was shocked that the coaches tried to stop their offense with five in the box. I mean, that's an invitation to run. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, this is a big game coming up. And if we don't play and coach to an SEC level, then it's going to be not going to be the kind of year we want. Well, the Grove Collective is – having their press conference to discuss their relaunch on Friday, like Chuck said, September 30th, the end at Ole Miss, Ballroom D. I didn't see it in the email, so you're saying it's open to the public. Yes, and that, I think it's important for a lot of people in the public to be there. I mean, I, I really do. I, I don't think this should be just a media event. Um, I think Ole Miss fans need to get behind this. Like I said, crowdsourcing is going to be – critical to the future of Ole Miss sports and not just Ole Miss football. Uh, this collective is to support student athletes throughout the athletic department. And, uh, you know, that's what, it, that's what it's going to take. Thanks man for finally gracing me with your presence again. So hard well, thanks, for you, you know, thanks for finally asking me. I've been saying, well, Ben, Ben has, uh, 
Tommy Blue Jaws <laughs> from uh, New Albany on, but he won't hold have on. me on. Hold on, Tommy Blue Jaws. <laughs> What's the most elaborate golf course you played on? Like the most ridiculous uh, one? Pebble Beach. Jesus Christ. See what I'm talking about? Pebble friggin' Beach? <laughs> well, you asked me. You asked me, so I told you. <laughs> Good grief. That's the hardest golf course. All that wind coming off the ocean, and I didn't even break a hundred. So you're saying my bogey golf at Oaks Country Club would not play well at Pebble Beach? No, no, it would not. <laughs> and neither does mine. That is not not encouraging. Yeah, you may not want to go to Pebble Beach. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. He's Chuck Ronsville at Spirit Chuck. I'm at Spirit Ben. We both write for the Ole Miss Spirit on three. Thank you, man. Hey, next time, don't take two years to come back. I enjoyed it, brother. Thanks for having me. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.